These are the things where you really need to take focus. When you start down that slippery slope, the trading days that you're, you usually trade with your accountability partner, you rock up and like, yeah, I had a great day today. I only took two trades. I was really disciplined. Didn't get so many points, but you know, whatever. We'll sit here and have a chat, have a yarn. And then you have the days where you're like, yeah, took one trade, hit my stop loss, went down an emotional rabbit hole, sit 15 trades right off the bat, lost almost all of my account, but I don't want to talk to you about it. So I'm going to close my laptop and I'm not going to talk it. I didn't actually journal any of it. I didn't actually track any of it. And you know what? For some reason, my granddad's dead dog actually has an appointment I need to take him to right now. So sorry, I can't come to accountability call. Whoopsies. Yeah, those are the things we need to change, all right? Those are the moments we need our accountability partner. And those are the moments we need to spend the time. And almost, I don't want to say punish yourself. That's never a good way to do it. But if you do have those slippery slopes and you do do those 15 trades, those are the times you need to go, well, and I'm fucked up today. I've got a long time ahead of me of tracking journals, going through, putting all the annotations on. What did I do? Let's track our emotions. You know, sorry, accountability partner. We're going to have to, you know, clear your schedule. We've got two hours because I did a whole bunch of bad stuff today and we need to talk about it. All right. That is the point we need to get to. And this is the hypnotic rhythm that we need to shift out of and move it into the positive direction. Okay. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. My name is Jake, and you are listening to The Success Shift, a show where perfection does not exist, but learning and growth take center stage. Have you ever felt stuck, like you're doing all the work but not getting the results? Maybe you feel like there's something missing. Perhaps there is some sort of internal shift that's needed to really get you to that next stage of success. Well, buckle up and join me as we jump into the minds of those who have been successful in their field and dive a little deeper into what is actually needed to get you to that next level. Is success just a state of mind? Does believing you're successful act as a catalyst to greater success? Is it something we can work on, or are some people just luckier than others? No matter what you're into or where your passion lies, if you're wanting change or a shift in perspective, then you are definitely going to want to tune in. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Success Shift. Excuse me, my name is Jake. Uh, Wednesday today, uh, another grey day here, unfortunately, and um, things just starting to compile a little bit. I'm sure many of you, chuck some ones in the chat, if you've had moments in your life where it just feels like everything's kind of happening at once and some things just aren't going right at the way you want them to and it just all feels a bit overwhelming and gets on top of you and you're like, ah, panic. You know, it can, it can be, oh yeah, yep, one's coming into the chat. Lots of um, people, ones, ones, ones. Oh, yes. Yeah, it does happen. Okay. Um, and I'm having a little bit of that at the moment. Uh, you know, I love doing what I do. I'm very grateful for the opportunity that I've got for having a community like I have, we have here and, you know, to have the ability to do, you know, what I love doing as 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 my work. But sometimes it gets a lot, doesn't it? Sometimes it's just got so many things on your plate and you're like, holy shit everything's happening at once um and i feel like i'm having that at the moment but i'm very grateful because it's a good problem to have you know having the opportunities coming at you from left right and center and being inundated with with work and things to do can be enjoyable and fulfilling um so it's one of those double-edged swords but it kind of ties in nicely with what i want to be talking about today which um also comes from the book outwitting the devil where he talks about hypnotic rhythm now, this is one of the universal laws. There's 12 universal laws, so we'll get into that a little bit. And just knowing sometimes that when it's one of those tough zones, 
that you can come out the other side and that it's really important that in these crunch times, in these hard times, in the times where you feel like everything's coming, ah, that you need to be strong in the mind and understand the situation and to try to really step back a little bit. I always say on the charts, when in doubt, zoom out, zoom out, look at the bigger picture reassess sometimes we get so focused and pinpointed in on one little thing that we kind of lose focus of what what the overall goal is goal is or what our general direction is and um yeah getting that clarity getting that clear vision back can be very very helpful for getting you back on path and so that's been my last few days um trying to you know refocus get that clarity deal with all the issues that come head on and, you know, cuddle up to my obstacles, as I've said in the past, and just really try to, again, see the bigger picture and just bunker down and go, right, one step at a time, one problem at a time, one little thing. What was the quote that I said the other day? I think it came from that that book, The Horse, The Mole, and The, um, the Boy. I can't remember the name of the title, but the quote goes something along the lines of, can't the boy says to the horse i can't see my way through the forest and the horse says to the boy can you see the step right in front of you the boy says yes i can and the horse says we'll just take that and sometimes when we do get to that overwhelm when everything starts happening we just need to focus on that one step in front of us and just allow ourselves to slowly mosey through the the dense bush we have some gratitude coming into the chat which is amazing as per usual chuck your gratitude into the chats today We've got some people sharing my car is broken down and now I'm looking at buying a new one. So I'm so grateful to be able to have a great, there's a little thing in my way, so I can't read. There we go. I have a great job that allows me to be able to do that. Yes, yeah, silver linings, right? Um, your car's broken down. Now you've got to buy a new one. My mom, um, she's been saving up for a while to get herself a convertible Mercedes. She was very proud. She finally got that. Um, but then my sister had her baby, my lovely nephew, Freddie, and um, the law in Australia says that you cannot have a baby in a soft top convertible. So mum's been saving for for ages to get this car that she loves, and now she has to be looking for a new one. So, you know, silver linings in everything. Um, Yvonne, I hope you find the car that you want. One of those things, you know, car breaking down, but let's use it to, you know, luckily you are in a position where you can buy yourself a new one, which is great. So hopefully you get the car that you've been looking for. I'm grateful for friends I have made in this community. Grateful to be able to drive my daughters and spend a week with her and her partner. Love lots of people spending their time with their family. Just speaking to someone before this, they're off for a weekend with family as well. I love it. You know how much of a family man I am. All right. Today, like I was saying, I want to talk about this hypnotic rhythm. Okay. Now, there are 12 universal laws. I'm not sure if you've heard of them. Um, you probably have heard of a few of them, like the law of attraction is very popular. Um, I think Oprah Winfrey was brought that to the limelight, but there are 12 of these universal laws, each of them supposedly discovered at certain times, some going back to the ancient Egyptians. Um, I think some of them were around in the ancient Greeks and philosophy has a big impact into different aspects of some of these laws, but the Laws in short are divine oneness, the law of vibration, law of correspondence, the law of attraction, the law of inspired action, the law of perpetual transmutation of energy, the law of cause and effect, the law of compensation, the law of re what does that say? Rel rel relativity, sorry, the law of polarity and the law of rhythm. Can't even read my own handwriting. Uh, the law of relativity, law of polarity and the law of rhythm. But today I want to focus more on about the law of rhythm 
and a little bit about the law of cause and effect. I was speaking about the law of cause and effect, I think, last week on on our call in the sense, you know, everything in life has a cause and effect. I think this goes into the same realms of um, Newton's laws of physics. You know, everything in motion stays in motion unless acted on by another force. So we can sort of from this derive, you know, our universal laws, the cause and effect. Most things in life will not change unless you do something about them. They will continue on their path um, until you do something with intention, let's say, until you make an act which propels you in a different direction. And so <clears throat> we'll get onto that in a bit, but the law of rhythm or hypnotic rhythm that I want to talk about can be can be comprehended in two different ways, I would say. Um, and I want to talk about it in relativity to what Napoleon Hill spoke about in his book, Outwitting the Devil, because I really like this concept. And I think Dr. Joe Dispenza refers to it in a similar aspect, maybe not in terms of the hypnotic rhythm, but in our pre-programming and the way that um, we ended up living our lives. So I'll touch onto that. And then the overall aspect is where I want to start. So the overall aspect of the hypnotic rhythm. In life, this is similar, you know, relative to the way I'm feeling at the moment. We have movement, we have motion, we have, you know, repetitive action. I don't know if I can do this properly, if this is going to work, but I have this little bit of string. I have a pen. And as you can see, as we sort of let go of it, there's not too much, there's a bit too much tension, but we have this pendulum momentum. We have this back and forth. I'm sure all of you have seen a pendulum where you let it go, gravity swings it one way, and it swings it back, swings it the other way, and the momentum kind of carries it left to right, left to right. Well, just like that this law of hypnotic rhythm takes place in kind of every aspect. It takes place in the seasons, it takes place in the way that the sun and the earth revolve around each other. You know, we have winter and then we revolve around and we have summer again. And just as everyone's like, oh, I'm so sick of it being so hot, lo and behold, we go back into winter and then everyone goes, oh, it's so cold. I'm sick of that snow and back we're into summer. So these rhythms happen all the time. The tides, all my surfers out there, the tides of the waves, you know, they come in, they go out twice a day. You kind of get a high tide, a low tide, um, some, you know, bigger than others. Then waves coming in sets, you know, you usually get them in one, two, three, and then they go out and then wait a while and one, two, three, you know, depending on the break and the, the, the um, ocean floor. The way we breathe, in fact, even has a rhythm. We breathe out, we breathe in. So you can take this on whatever timeline you want from the macro to the micro. And you can look at this in any kind of field that you like in terms of seasons and I guess polarity. You know, we've got the north and the south. The south, if you're looking at like a DC motor, it switches north, south, positive, negative, positive, negative. So this polarity kind of goes with um, this, ryth this rhythm that we go left, right. And now one thing that we can take from this is that you know, with the highs comes the lows, with the good comes the bad. What goes up must come down, you know, thank you, gravity. So this rhythm happens all the time. And I think what happens more so in a business term or in a trading term is we don't realize that everything has this rhythm. And this is that context of when in doubt, zoom out, right? When we're on the charts, when we're looking directly at what's happening in front of us, We'll see price go up. We'll see price come down. We'll see price go up. We'll see price come down. And sometimes we can get so focused in on like the candle pattern and the one minute closing bullish engulfing. And then like inside that minute, it's coming down and you're freaking out and your emotions are going, oh my God, what's happening? And then you're starting to react and respond. And if we can actually zoom out and step back from that, we're like, hang on, this is just part 
of that hypnotic rhythm. Price must go up, it must come down. Price must go forward, it must go back. You know, we do have inside an individual candle, price moves up, price moves down. And we can't get sucked into this, this emotional roller coaster that we sometimes see on the chart sometimes you might be in a trade and let's just take an m for example when it's it's come up and you've got the first leg and it's moving down but then what's the natural rhythm it has to come back up and create a second leg and then continue down and if we get so caught up on this small aspect of things we can really lose our way and the same kind of thing goes on a more macro aspect when we're in the ebbs and flows of life say we've got a business and it's going great and everything's growing and expanding and we're getting new customers then all of a sudden takes a dip and things aren't moving as fast and things aren't going as well. What happens to most people? They freak out, they panic. You know, maybe you have two, three weeks of great trading and then you have a week and it just isn't working for you. You know, your trades aren't going that way. The market's just not matching your style. The difference between a successful and a newbie trader, shall we say, is how they handle themselves in that downfall, in that pullback, in that negative swing, in in the the dips from the highs. And it's really important to understand your behavior in these times because a professional trader, for example, will understand that this is the ebbs and flows of the trading game. We do take losses. As long as you stick to your trading plan over time, it'll end up in the net positive. And you can't allow yourself to get overreacted and and freak out when these dips happen and start to second guess everything and start to readjust your trading plan and start to doubt all your strategies and jump to the next thing. And like the Crypto bull cycles are a perfect example of this. You can actually look at the Bitcoin price, for example, and it will go up a relative amount, pull back, I think roughly to the 618 uh, Fibonacci fans out there. And then it sets another low during the bear market. And then all of a sudden it rallies up and goes exponentially in that same kind of growth pattern. And then it pulls back. And this is where that fear and greed. Now, the long-term professional traders, they understand this and they buy low, they sell high, they buy back in low, and they just ride the whole cycle out every four years, if not longer. But the people who aren't aware of this, people who aren't aware of this hypnotic rhythm and who are just kind of jumping on the highs and not accepting the lows, they get in when the hype starts to go and when it's already a little bit too late. We are talking about the Wall Street cheat sheet just the other, the other week, right? When it comes up and you're jumping in and then you're not expecting and not understanding that there will be a downturn, there will be a pullback, there will be a recession, there will be price dip, people start to freak out. And if you can't accept the highs with the lows and you can't work around both aspects of it, you're going to find it really difficult to become long-term success. And that's when you have that shiny shiny object syndrome, when you're jumping from thing to thing and you're like, this strategy doesn't work. Put some ones in the chat if you either are still doing it and maybe you've just found yourself here momentarily or at the very start, put some ones if you're still doing it, put some twos if at the very start you were the kind of person that was like, let's do this strategy. Two months later, this doesn't work. Let's go to the next strategy. This doesn't work. Let's go to the next strategy. This doesn't work. And you were like, why don't any of these strategies work? Must be fake. Must be bullshit, right? That was me. (laughs) Ones, twos, twos, ones. Yeah, okay. Lots of people coming in, right? So I hope all those that are doing that now um, can understand that what's going to happen and what's going to change this for you is if you stick it out and learn yourself with that strategy. Jumping around from strategy to strategy is just going to be jumping from the highs of every single rhythm and having no stability and not being willing to have the dip down, not being willing to have this drawback. And what happens during the drawback for the successful people is that's when they grow. You get the financial 
expansion and then you have the dip and what you do then is you work on your personal skills you work on your discipline you work on the concentration you work on understanding yourself you work on your emotions you work on how you respond to the dips you work on how you can grow what you can do better because the actual growth in life doesn't usually happen from successes successes are the outcome of going through failure and failure and failure and not losing your motivation Success is the outcome of when you learn from most of your failures and figure out, okay, this isn't working this way. What can I do better? Success is the outcome from going, I need to understand myself to such a level that I'm going to be able to handle this situation and move forward stronger, bigger, better, faster, however you want to go. And so these rhythms, this, this hypnotic rhythm that happens in life, this has to be understood on many levels. And if you can understand this and then utilize it in the downtime or know that you're going through that and really knuckle down, save your energy for the times when it goes through the dip, save your energy maybe, or, or, or focus on a certain aspect of yourself during these times where it's like, okay, what do I do here? How can I really grow during this period of time? And know that when things, when shit's tough, it's going to stay tough for a little bit, but if you don't lose your motivation, you don't lose your willpower and you keep pushing, then you're going to reach a new level. When I was teaching guitar lessons, I would always say to people, be careful of the plateau. And what I meant by that is you'll learn a certain thing and you'll get a certain skill set. And then you'll find yourself just flatlining and, and you'll kind of get stuck in the same songs, the same four chords, maybe. You don't know any leads. And then you you really, really go along for a while. And then you start to get frustrated because your growth isn't expanding still. And you're like, why am I not getting any better? I've known these chords for ages and I just can't take that step up. Well, what happens is you're just going, rather than going down, you're actually stuck at a level where you need to develop certain other skills that you may not be consciously aware of. Maybe you need to get your rhythm. Maybe you need to get your timing. Maybe you need to get something else in place so that you can actually feel more comfortable that when you layer on something else, then you can start to grow. And so maybe you've got the chords and you're actually picking up timing. I, I always tell people once they've got the chords, they can start doing looping and they can understand layering of music. And this is a whole new step up. But then... They're like, yeah, but I'm not really learning anything new, but you are. It's just a little bit of a deeper level learning. And this is kind of that rhythm where you, you learn, you plateau, and then you've done that for a while, you've gotten comfortable with it, you can learn again and you can start to expand even more. So it's really, really powerful to understand each of these stages. And this is the same with anything in learning. You know, there are these four stages. I'm sure you may have heard of them and I'm probably going to butcher these because I can always get them mixed up. But at the very start, you have this, unconscious incompetence. Um, Bob Proctor talks about this a lot. And I think I'm actually going to go and do a whole episode on this because I think it's really important. But you have that unconscious incompetence. And then I believe you go to unconscious competence. And then you go to conscious incompetence. And then you go to unconscious comp competence. Okay. Uh, if that was a tongue twister, yeah, it is. Um, and I will go into those in a little bit more detail. But if you've heard of them before, you may know what I'm talking about. If you haven't, don't worry, we'll touch into it. But understanding the levels and you kind of level up to a place where you're like, okay, I know what I'm doing, but I don't know how I'm getting success. Remember start of trading. I'm sure everyone who jumped in when they first started were like, I got no idea what I'm doing, but I pressed the button because someone tells me to, Hey, look, I made money. I got no idea how I did that, but it worked. Hooray. And then you start to get a little bit more knowledge and you're like, okay, I really don't know much about this. Like I'm, I'm doing the things and I'm trying to learn, but like, oh, I don't know. Like maybe I'm making money, maybe I'm not, but I'm really still learning. It's confusing. And then you move to a stage where you're like, okay, I know what I'm doing. But for some reason, I'm not making the money because I'm now overthinking things and I'm now really too much in my own head or too much into every little analytical thing. And then eventually you get to that stage where the things you need to do are almost 
autonomous and subconscious and you're consciously aware that you know them to a certain level where you can just competently let them happen in the background it's like when you master anything right when you master anything you get so good at it you can like there's some songs i can play on guitar where i can almost sing them and play and have a conversation with someone almost at the same time because i've just done it so many times and it's gotten to this this rhythmic pattern in my finger pattern and it's not difficult i know the words like the back of my hand you know i it can just roll off the tongue and we want to get to that level with trading we want to get to that level where our trading plan is so ingrained in us that we can look at the charts and go oh yeah that doesn't follow my rules whatever um it's not going to hit my it's not going to hit one of my trades for another 15 minutes you know what fine i, I can i can just take my mind off it or i can go to the toilet because i've been needing to for a while and then i come back and in 15 minutes where it's pulling back to the aqua then i can relook at a possible entry if, if it's available. This level of confidence in your own skill and ability and understanding your own trading plan to such a degree that it almost becomes unconscious, that's where we want to get to. And so this is those four levels of, of learning. So I will go into that. I'll, I've kind of digressed a bit, but I will go into that in another episode, I think, because it's really important. Now, back to this hypnotic rhythm in terms of the outwitting the devil. So when Napoleon Hill talks about drifting, he discusses the concept that he uses fear and self-sabotage and all this stuff to get into the mind and, and create people who become drifters. And once he's got drifters, then he's pretty much in their control because they have no conscious awareness of what they're doing and they just kind of float through life. And now this is that hypnotic rhythm of maybe you've gotten to the age of, I'm going to use 31, and you've been, lots of my friends, they went to university, bought a house, they've got a mortgage, they do the job nine to five, and it just becomes very monotonous, very rhythmic. Okay. And you have allowed your thoughts. And this is what Dr. Joe Dispenza talks about it. He goes, the thoughts that we have repetitively, they become behaviors. The behaviors that we do all the time become habits. And these beha behaviors soon become characters, like characteristics, shall we say. And then that creates the rhythm of the life that we live. And usually by the age of 30, I think he says, we are living in an autonomous state of mind where we're not even aware of the programming that's happened to us over the last 15, 20 years that allows us to live the way we live without any conscious awareness or argumentation against it, I would say, where we wake up, we go to our job, we can almost drive there without even thinking twice. We do our work, we come home, we turn on the TV, we eat dinner, we go to bed, we sleep, we repeat. Okay, And this is that hypnotic rhythm of non-thinkers, of drifters who have allowed life to just mold them into the nice little worker rat that allows big corporation to take millions of dollars and maybe they feed them with a, a pay rise every now and again to forget their dreams. Or maybe they give them the house, the white picket fence, and just keep them in the system with the mortgage. And this is the rhythm and this is the nature of where most people are meant to be going that don't think externally or think for themselves, should I say, independently is probably a better word. And so what is encouraged, I think, within this book is to bring conscious awareness, bring mastery, self-mastery to everyday situations and go, is this a thought that I'm having with intention, with deliver with deliberation? Or is this a deliberate thought? And is this moving towards my deliberate plan in life? And if so, great, because the law of um <laughs> the natural law of hypnotic rhythm pretty much states that. You can direct your way, your life in any situation you want by doing a thought over and over again, which then creates the, the habit, the belief, which creates the habit, which creates the behavior, which creates the characteristics, which creates the personality. Okay, Lao Tzu, the um, philosopher, talks a little bit about this same step-by-step -step process. And it's really quite fascinating. So when you're doing stuff, I want you to think like... I don't know, maybe the breakfast you have, like are you consciously choosing that breakfast or is it just something that you've done 
from when you lived with mum, mum put cereal on the table and said, now you just have cereal and that's just how you've lived your life for X amount of years. You know, the car you drive, it, other things that you've got, the clothes you wear, are they your intentional choices or are they a byproduct of the rhythm that you've been fed up until this point? And I think most people who come into trading are starting to either step out of that or already have stepped out of that rhythmic um, hypnotic rhythm. Because they're now consciously choosing, they're independently thinking and going, no, I want different. No, I want a different direction. Hang on, what can I do that can make me autonomous, that can make me self-reliant, that can bring in that independence where I don't have to live for someone else, where I can actually get out of this rat race? Or maybe you found yourself in a situation where you go, what am I doing here? How have I ended up in this situation? And this is kind of that light bulb moment giving you that opportunity. It's like opportunity here, grab it or go back into that hypnotic rhythm. Okay, is this making sense to people? I'm seeing a bit of the chat coming through, but I'm really... um was a little bit stuck in my own thoughts so i needed to hear this today thank you jake great timing yeah perfect look at that hypnotic rhythms come come perfectly timed for you makes great sense baby steps absolute truth you get to a point where you are danger onto yourself yeah exactly that that is i believe that's the um the conscious incompetence level i think is that danger upon yourself Laurent? yeah one 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 really good jake yeah, yeah. I, I've been there myself a few times in different areas. But the thing is, if you get there, just bring conscious, conscious awareness to it. I think every little point that I make on all these podcasts, and I'm just going back because I was reviewing a few of them and trying to get some of them on YouTube as well. Um, a little bit delayed in my episodes there, but I do talk a lot about just bringing conscious awareness. It, it's all about self-awareness. Everything that you do in life, if you can want to master it, all you have to do is bring self-awareness to it. And it, I think Joe Dispenza talks about the same kind of thing is we just need to bring conscious awareness to the subconscious behaviors. And once we can do that, then we can make change. It's it's that simple. I mean, a simple concept, not so simple to, um, to put into action. But if we can just bring conscious awareness, especially of self, to our subconscious behaviors, then we can start to change them. And this can be seen, I think lots of people in trading... And I spoke about this uh, a few weeks about, about this trading trauma. And what this to me is, I, I don't want to say trauma, but it's when you create, you've, cre you've been into this rhythmic behavior, these patterns of fuck it Fridays or of hitting the button or revenge trading or emotional trading or not trading to a trading plan for so often that when the emotions come, you just jump the gun and you go, go for gold rather than going, ah trades here what do i do trading plan so these trading trauma that i refer to is these bad habits that you've created over time which now you've gotten to a certain level that you need to actually unlearn them you need to bring conscious awareness to these behaviors that you have on the charts and go why do i keep hitting the button how come when my stop loss gets hit really quickly i freak out panic and hit the buy button again even though What's been told to me is that, wow, there's a big buying level here. Volume's come in, taking me out, and it's probably going to continue in the opposite direction to what I thought. But my ego and my desire to have that money back and my greed, whatever it is for you, makes me go, no, I was right. Enter again. And then what happens? You lose a second one or a third one or a fourth one. Or lo and behold, you lose 10 trades in a row. And you're like, what the hell just happened to my last three weeks of profit? I see it so often where we have good consecutive winning streaks. We have weeks, maybe even a month of just disciplined, controlled trading. And then what happens? Emotion kicks in and you just go straight back into these old behaviors, straight back into these bad habits, straight back into the trading trauma where you just react instinctively rather than responding rationally. And you can just take loss after loss after loss. Check some ones in the chat if you've ever been in that cycle. I know I have multiple times. In fact, just the other week it came back and I was like, I haven't done this in months. Why the hell did this come back? 
This is the stress. This is whatever it is, the emotional. This is where you need to bring self-awareness. And what did I say at the start of this podcast? Growth doesn't come in those moments of success, but it really comes in those times of failure. So when this happens to me again, I need to now go, right, this hasn't happened in months. Why has it come back? What were the things leading up to this that caused that to happen? And what was it in that moment that maybe I could have interjected pattern interruption? Pattern recognition, what was happening before the moment? Pattern interruption, what could I have done to interject it so that I didn't run down that cycle? And I was speaking to my um, current accountability partner about this, and we talk about the slippery slope, right? We talk about when you do one thing and what happens, it becomes a slippery slope and you're going, ah, no, I'm falling back and just doing all the bad habits again. How do I stop this? This is what we need to pick up on. This moment where that slippery slope starts, you're at the top and you go, right, I need a lifeline. Accountability partner, help me. You know, someone throw me a rope so I don't go down these bad habits. You know, pull me out, drive me off, and I can walk away for the day and we'll come back tomorrow. Okay. These are the things that you need to recognize. These are the things where you really need to take focus. When you start down that slippery slope, the trading days that you're, you usually trade with your accountability partner, you rock up and like, yeah, I had a great day today. I only took two trades. I was really disciplined. Didn't get so many points, but you know, whatever. We'll sit here and have a chat, have a yarn. And then you have the days where you're like, yeah took one trade, hit my stop loss, went down an emotional rabbit hole, sit 15 trades right off the bat, lost almost all of my account, but I don't want to talk to you about it. So I'm going to close my laptop and I'm not going to talk it. I didn't actually journal any of it. I didn't actually track any of it. And you know what? For some reason, my granddad's dead dog actually has an appointment I need to take him to right now. So sorry, I can't come to accountability call. Whoopsies. Yeah, those are the things we need to change. All right. Those are the moments we need our accountability partner. And those are the moments we need to spend the time. And almost, I don't want to say punish yourself. That's never a good way to do it. But if you do have those slippery slopes and you do do those 15 trades, those are the times you need to go, well, and I'm fucked up today. I've got a long time ahead of me of tracking journals, going through, putting all the annotations on. What did I do? Let's track our emotions. You know, sorry, accountability partner. We're going to have to, you know, clear your schedule. We've got two hours because I did a whole bunch of bad stuff today and we need to talk about it. All right. That is the point we need to get to. And this is the hypnotic rhythm that we need to shift out of and move it into the positive direction. Okay. All right, I've had my round for today. I hope you um, yeah, you got some lessons out of this today. I really enjoyed today's um, podcast episode. For my traders, make sure that you have your trading journal under my mess. Make sure you have it open, ready, with a pen to write down your emotions like we were just talking about. Make sure that you've done your lot size calculations. Make sure that you know your stop loss. Make sure that you've done your brain warm-ups. Make sure that you're in a good state of mind and make sure that you've got your accountability on speed dial to help you if you start down that slippery slope. All right. Um, if you're enjoying these podcasts, please, it means the world to me if you could just share this one episode. I think there was a lot of good interaction today. So anyone that you think is a trader or need some mindset shifts, send them this episode. I really would like to expand the podcast a little bit and grow it so we can get more traders having more success over longer periods of time. Um, if you're on YouTube or listening on any of the streams, just give us, do us one favor, hit that like, hit that follow, leave a review. The reviews actually help me so much and they help me learn and they help me grow. And I can figure out from you guys what you want me to continue on about. So thanks very much for today. Let's go over to our trading call and we need to um, trade with discipline, calm. And uh, so I saw passion, but that's not really what we want. I mean, you can trade with passion if you like. You've got to enjoy what you're doing, right? All right much love, everyone. I'll speak to you later.